0: Welcome to the first ever Magical Disneyland Paris podcast All Things Magical and Disneyland Paris I'm Andrew Williamson and I'm joined by Simon West Hello Each Magical Disneyland Paris podcast will have a different focus Be it an attraction, restaurant or special element of the Disneyland Paris world This first episode will focus on who we are and why we love Disneyland Paris So hello Simon Hello, yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about
1: yourself. Okay, well, uh, I'm a student uh, in the Midlands. History is my subject, but of course also I love Disneyland Paris. That sort of goes with the territory though, I suppose. Now, I've been going to Disneyland Paris since I was, well, too young to remember really. My parents have always taken me there and I've always loved it. I think in my earliest memory, and I can't remember how old I was, but I was very young at this point, And I can remember being sat in the Chaparral Theatre. I think this was when they used to have uh, Tarzan playing there. And I can remember being sat, uh, and it was winter, everyone was really cold, and then we started seeing sort of snow falling from the sky, and we thought, what is this, you know, is this part of the show? And then of course we all, we all you know, realised in the audience, hang on a minute, no, this is real snow, you know, proper, like, you know, white, fluffy, gorgeous, beautiful snow, this perfect snow, and I can remember then leaving the theatre and walking around Frontierland with all the snow, and uh, I think it was sort of from then on, from a very young age, and then I've always remembered that. So that's one that's I really fell in love with Disneyland Paris um, so what about uh, your favourite attraction in Disneyland Paris this is the most evil question of the world I hope you're aware of this <laughs> Andrew it's horrible it's like having to choose between children you know. which one do you love the most I had the same problem when I was
0: trying to write my own experiences as well. So go on. And if you can pick one at the moment, as it stands, which one would be your favourite attraction at this moment in time? Yeah,
1: I think I think I do have an answer really. I think everyone knows sort of deep down in their heart what their favourite one is, and I think I've got to say Space Mountain. Mission. Really? Two. Yeah. Oh yes, definitely. I'm I'm big on thrill Rise. I love roller coasters. I love the retro futuristic theming. I never went on it when it was. Uh the original De La Terre à la Lune, but... Uh... No, I've never managed to get myself
0: on that one either, because um, I didn't start until I was actually quite late on in my uh, teenagerhood, if that's the way to put it. Teenagerhood,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sounds accurate enough.
0: We'll go with it. We'll make up words as we go along, it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, um, we've said before, like, your first Disneyland experience, or Disneyland Paris experience, what's your favourite Disneyland Paris memory? Is that, is that different at all?
1: Yeah. Well, it, it, right. This was a weird one. Okay, so you're gonna have to stick with this one. Um, so this was a few years later. I, we were staying on site in one of the Disneyland hotels, and uh, in the evening, uh, I'd had a meal in the Cafe Mickey, uh, sort of at the end of Disney Village. Uh, it's the one with the big Mickey is outside and it's yeah. all sort of glass and fancy and whatever. And I'd had some dodgy pasta there, and uh, and I spent the whole night feeling really bad, being sick. It was it was terrible. Oh, right. um, and it was the last day we got up, you know, and I was feeling really bad. And we went into the park, because, you know, you can't you can't miss out on hours in Disneyland. Um, and we went in the park, and uh, we walked over to Frontierland, and I said, I want to go on Thunder Mountain. And my parents sort of looked at me and went, Simon, you've just been sick all night. Going <laughs> on a roller coaster is about the stupidest thing you can do right now. <laughs> um, so I went on it, and then for the rest of the day, I felt absolutely perfect. So... I've always remembered that. that so, was fun.
0: we could say that Big Thunder Mountain's some kind of like medicinal ride that will definitely. solve any problems at any all. Any
1: problem. Anything. Whatever it is. Just go on Big Thunder Mountain.
0: As long as you can stand the queue for an hour.
1: <laughs> it's a, oh, it's so worth it, though.
0: It definitely is. Uh, I must say, though, my, a couple of recent trips I've been on, I haven't actually faced the, the queue for Big Thunder Mountain. Um i really do like the theming of it but when you're in the queue and you start walking around and it goes round and round in circles and you go up and you go down you kind of you think it's never going to end um
1: (laughs) yeah that's why we have fast pass andrew that is true
0: that is true um right moving on i'm going to ask you about your favorite disneyland paris restaurant where do you like to eat when you're visiting disneyland paris
1: I, I'm i quite cliche here. It's it's Blue Lagoon. It's got to be Blue Lagoon. Um, I love the exotic food, but you know the most important bit is you sat there and there's Pirates of the Caribbean, the boats going round. It's gorgeous. We all love it. Oh, it's definitely
0: an amazing place. I'm, I'm I'm a very fussy eater, so I've never actually really enjoyed eating in there, um, oh. because I'm so such a fussy eater. But the oh um, no, the actual the restaurant itself, I would I would go in and just have a drink. Um, <laughs> But yeah, just to sit there and get all the atmosphere of the bus going past, and just the, this this theming of the whole place is just amazing, isn't
1: it? Oh, it's fantastic. You know, it's it's dark; you can't see anything you're eating, but you know the atmosphere is so good, it's well worth it.
0: Maybe maybe next time I go, I should actually try something in there. If you can't if I can't see what I'm eating, I might actually um, try <laughs> yeah, it.
1: Yeah, which is sort of assume it's chicken and go with that.
0: <laughs> right, a little bit about me then. Um, I'm a teacher, actually. Uh, I teach ICT and a bit of media as well. My interests, obviously, as Simon said, at Disneyland Paris, I love gadgets. Anything gadget, technology-wise, I'm the man. Uh, I'm also a big football fan as well. I'm such a big Liverpool football club fan. Um, I try not to talk about it at all during the Disneyland Paris podcast. That's it. That's no. I'm not going to mention it again. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. Brush that to the side. Brush that
0: to the side. I'm not doing very well at the moment, anyway. The first Disneyland Paris experience for me was actually when I was a sixth form student. What year was this now? 2003, I think it was. I was about 16, 17 at the time. Um, and there was a study experience trip uh, where it was like a big conference. Uh, in, and at the time, it wasn't using any of the conference buildings. It was in a really big tent. And I don't think the tent's there anymore. Uh, I know there is a conference tent facility there at the moment behind Disney Village. Uh, but the one we were in it was so huge and there was there was doors all the way down it Um, and we actually got to the conference which was all about ICT and there was speakers from the world of ICT we got to the conference about halfway through Uh, obviously we were late so we snuck in the back and we couldn't we couldn't hear what was happening at the front Now, obviously, it was a few years ago now, so they didn't have uh, all the technology they do now with wireless microphones and all that. They probably did have it, but it wasn't as good as it is today. And we couldn't hear anything, and it was a flat floor, so we couldn't see anything from the back either. So we kind of made a diplomatic decision, and we just left. So (laughs) now hopefully my old teachers aren't listening to this. But um, yeah, the, the whole reason for the trip was to go to this conference, and it was just a bonus that it was at Disneyland Paris. And that was actually my first time abroad as well. All my holidays before that had been in the UK with my family, uh, mainly at Butlins, Butlinshaven, those ty- types of resorts. Um, but going to this trip with a sixth form was my first trip abroad and actually the first time uh, on a roller coaster as well for myself. Um, so it was quite a big trip for me uh, as a sixth form student. Um, and ever since then, I've been interested in the rides, the, well, the attractions as we like to call them. don't like to say the word ride. The attractions. No, the Imagineers uh, aren't happy. No, with that not way. at all. So we'll stick to attractions. The the theming of all just the different worlds and obviously the different theme parks as well. Favorite attraction? Now, originally, like you, Simon, I was going to say Space Mountain. Um, the main You're not, reason. to betrayed the, me here, no, haven't I'm not going to leave. I'm changing my mind. I'm changing my oh, mind. No. Um, originally, it was Space Mountain because. Uh, that was the first attraction I actually went to in Disneyland Paris. So I always remember it being the first roller coaster. And the only reason uh, my friends' might used to persuade me to go on the ride was the fact that it was in the dark and I couldn't see where I was going. So it, there seems to be a theme going here. If it's in the dark, I might go for it and I might try something new. Um, same with uh, the Blue Lagoon restaurant maybe next time. Um, so, yeah, queuing up, and I loved it. All the and uh, the music, and the fact that you could hear the roller coaster going around and the screaming of the uh, the guests on the roller coaster.
1: Yeah, it's terrifying in the queue, isn't it? All that sort of the metal cage. Oh, yeah, and you can, you.
0: everything's moving and shaking. And for me, that was amazing. Obviously, I was really nervous being my first time on the ride and the first time on an actual roller coaster as well. But I'm talking so much about it, but that hasn't got to be my favourite ride. Uh, for me, uh, because of the use of technology even though it is old uh, and the theme, in, i'm going to say pirates of the caribbean mm. uh, interesting
1: choice interesting yeah okay a classic yeah it
0: is a classic i probably wouldn't have picked it a few years ago uh, but because of my recent trip in may with my family cause that was the first time i went uh, with my family this year because uh, previous trips have been with uh, the sixth form or as a teacher uh, running a trip so I've been going on my own with the students. So it's, it's a kind of different uh, visit when you go with a group of students and you've got a bit of responsibility. So because it was the first time out with my family, uh, and my, well, it was one and a half, it's just turned two, actually, my, my uh, one and a half year old son and my wife, just to see their faces. That Their faces on that attraction were the best picture of the whole five days, well, five nights that I stayed in Disneyland Paris. Uh, just seeing their reaction going down the... Uh, well, actually, going up the waterfall, down the waterfall, everywhere. <laughs> just their face, and it was just amazing. Um, That's a very special attraction. It is. Um, and although it's, it's held in a lot of Disneyland Paris fans' hearts as well. Uh, everyone's got a slightly different reason for liking it, and from being now, mine is because of the face of my two-year-old son. Because at first, I thought he was going to be scared. Uh, he was wedged in between us, and he had a nervous face on him, but as soon as he's seen like the pirates singing... Um, <sighs> And all the water and the guns and the cannons, everything like that. He loved it. Oh, a good
1: adventure through the Caribbean.
0: Oh, definitely. And he loves Jake and the Neverland Pirates as well on Disney Junior. So he kind of all linked in together and he just loved the, the pirate theme. Fantastic. Um, my favourite memory, again, it's going to link in with what I've just said about uh, my recent visit in May. Uh, my son Noah, um, when he interacted with all the characters uh, in the park, whether that was in a, uh, a meet-and-greet situation when we went to meet Mickey Mouse or we went to see Minnie Mouse. Um, there was actually an occasion where we were queuing up to see Minnie Mouse and um, Duffy Bear, well, Mickey Mouse, actually, I've, I've spelled the story now already, but Mickey, Minnie Mouse went into the house that she was in front of. Uh, I think it was in front of, I want to say, Liberty Arcade. I think that's where the corner is, where she was based. Um, she went inside while we were queuing up and then out of the door came Duffy Bear now, I'm not saying anything bad about Duffy Bear, but everyone's reaction in the queue was, oh, no, where's Minnie gone? <laughs> Duffy's here, you know. <laughs> so ev- like, the kids, adults, everybody was kind of like, oh, no, there was moans and groans all through the cre- the queue area. Um, but then after a the couple of minutes, Minnie came out, and we had the pleasure of actually seeing Minnie Mouse in her springtime outfit and Duffy Bear as well at the same time. So we got two for the price of one, really. Oh, fab. Um, but, yeah, I think, again, if you ask me this question, my favourite memory... It wouldn't have been um, interacting with the characters because I've never been one for like spending time queuing to meet the characters. But now, obviously, we have a son, um, and because of the age he was, and he loved the characters from the television, and to see them in real life again, his face was a picture. Um, Fantastic! I'm going to actually so you're having sort of totally new experience. Oh yeah, Disney, completely. I'm seeing a completely different side of it now. Um, so if if we were doing this podcast a year ago. I would have been saying no, I hate the characters, well not hate the characters is a strong word, but I don't like the characters and I want to see more money being spent on the attractions and the like, roller coasters or thrill rides, that kind of thing, but I've completely changed my opinion now. Um, I'm going to sneak in an- another memory as well, this is from my first visit, um, and it links back to Space Mountain, actually what we were mentioning before, when I was riding that for the first time, uh, as we were getting ready to shoot up the cannon, the front, well the the the, it was the front of the. Well, I'm trying to explain, there's like a panel where my feet were. So it was at the front of where I was sitting, and it was obviously part of the back of the car in front. The panel came off. It came. It came loose. Now, when we were going up, my friend next to me. It was the first. It was, it was his first time on the Space Mountain as well, and we both kind of looked at each other, and we, we, all we could do at that moment was put our feet on this panel to stop it from falling. Now. My memory of it was that it was so loose that it was rattling around all the way, and we were scared of it coming loose. But when it got to the end, um, it did. It did fall away a little bit, but it was still attached fully. But I just, it just for some reason sticks in my memory. I was kind of my first experience. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! This is gonna fall off. But it never did, and we didn't kill anybody, so we're okay. Um, Oh, as long as no one's (laughs) dead,
1: that's fine.
0: Tick that box. Tick that box. Uh, We mentioned it to a cast member, and I've no idea if it was fixed or not, but hopefully it was. Um, but there's lots of, I was reading the magic, my memory is terrible at the moment. what's it called, magicforum.eu, I was reading a post on there about uh, Space Mountain recently and how rickety and how um, people are actually getting uh, quite sore shoulders and sore necks because of the ride. Oh yeah, go um,
1: around sort of smacking your head in the head restraints, yeah. yeah. It's all um, in the fun of it. It is part of the fun it's all of it. painful it is.
0: <laughs> but a lot of people will probably disagree with you there, Simon, it does. Oh, I would think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it kind of shows me that my first visit, 2003, it was starting to happen then. So it's taken, it's been more than 10 years now, 11 years, and still causing problems. And it seems that just around the corner, we have got, hopefully, some refurbishments, um, which will hopefully sort some of those issues and make it a more fun attraction for...
1: Oh, I'm very excited about that, but I think we'll uh, we'll talk about that next time. Oh,
0: definitely. I don't want to... uh, Because otherwise
1: we'll be here for hours if we start on that now. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for next time.
0: My favourite restaurants. Now, again, I've, I'm going to be greedy here. and I couldn't decide, so I'm going to have to have um, two options. Um, I'll go with the first one, uh, which is Café Cascadeurs, which is in Walt Disney Studios. Now, a lot of people slate Walt Disney Studios, and there are a lot of things that we could discuss. I'm sure we will in a future podcast about, oh, so. about what we don't like about the park, but there's still quite a lot of things in the park. Um, There's some hidden gems there, definitely. There are definitely, and I think Cafe uh, de Cascadeurs, if I could say it properly, is definitely one of those hidden gems. Now, I think it was DLP Town Square who recommended it on Twitter. Um, and in May this year, I first. Um, I've seen it before, and I, it was always closed every time I remember going past it. Um, but I, I scoured it out, and I was checking the times, and luckily we got there the day it was open. Um, and there wasn't much of a queue and we got in there and just to sit at the service counter with the, uh, the guys cooking the burgers, flipping them, putting the cheese on, serving them on the uh, counter area. Like just the whole experience of seeing them cook it fresh, knowing it was a fresh burger and the, to be honest to me it was my favourite burger that I've ever had in Disneyland Paris, whether that be in Planet Hollywood, um, Annette's Diner. Uh, It was definitely my favourite burger. Uh, So just for the whole experience and theming, again, that would probably be my favourite. But Lincoln back, something I would never have said uh, because I've never tried it before until this year was Inventions in the Disneyland Hotel. Now, we were trying to get into um, Cafe Mickey, like you mentioned before, Simon, Um, but uh, because we didn't book until the first day we got there, uh, it was fully booked, so there was no space at all. ...and we kind of thought, oh, that's a shame... ...because we wanted to see all the characters... and uh, ...get to meet them for my son... ...and obviously for my wife as well... ...who was a really big Disneyland fan... Um, ...but we... ...so we thought, oh, well... ...cost a couple of quid extra... ...but we'll go to Inventions... ...we get to see inside the Disneyland uh, Hotel as well... Um, ...but yeah, just again... ...it's like a trend here... ...it's the theming... ...I love the theming... ...and just the... ...all the old inventions in the, in the ceilings... ...and all the uh, inventions on the side... ...and on tables... Um, as I'm fussy, I didn't really enjoy. Well, the food was really nice, but the dessert was my favourite part of the uh, time inventions. Being able to meet the characters and then walking past three or four times, and it seemed a lot less busy than uh, Cafe Mickey. Whereas when you walk past Cafe Mickey in Disney Village, um, it's pretty hustling. Yeah, isn't it? you can see there's people outside the windows looking in, and then there's the people taking pictures inside of the characters but in inventions there's kind there's like lots of different lots of different little boobs and uh, each character does spend a lot longer with uh, each family Um, and it was actually worth spending i don't know how much more it was i think it was maybe 30 40 quid more uh, but it was definitely worth it so again i'm being greedy i couldn't decide i've got to say cafe de cascadores and inventions but that's one from each park so i can't complain there
1: yeah. Am I right in saying that inventions has a view over main street uh, It's the station? Yes,
0: it definitely does. You can see the station um, and then you feel obviously because it's quite high up you can see over and you can see the castle. Uh, you can't oh, really see much gorgeous. of main you can't really see much of main street but it, uh, we were there late afternoon early evening. Um, so uh, and, and dreams didn't start until about half 10 11 so it was it was still quite light but again just to see uh, the sun starting to set on the castle out of oh, the window beautiful. while Pluto and Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse were running around it's such an amazing experience um it's not one you could do every single night obviously but if you're going for a few nights I would definitely highly recommend saving up and going yeah. to Inventions it's such a nice place
1: definitely a bit of a treat
0: oh it definitely is uh, again if it was just me on my own or with uh, a member of staff from our school I would never do it but um because it's a family treat you kind of It's one of those things where you say, right, we're not going to do this every single time we come on holiday, so we'll put in the extra money and we'll go in there.
1: Yeah, definitely worth it.
0: Yeah, um, there's not much else to say, really, Uh, other than welcome to the Magical Disneyland Paris podcast. Our next episode is going to be focusing on Space Mountain. Now, we want your opinions, not just yours, Simon, but our fans as well, if we have any yet. So do you love Space Mountain? Do you hate it? Are you unsure about it? How could you improve it if you had the money? Now, it also looks like just recently they've announced they're going to be uh, refurbishing... Oh, big
1: news. uh, Big speculation.
0: Really big speculation. Yeah, I think it's also on the calendar, isn't it, Simon?
1: Yeah, um, I think it's the 12th of January it closes. Yeah, 12th so of we January. Should, we should have a six-month period of refurbishment then for it to open in summer next year, which is very exciting.
0: It is, but sadly, because I'll be going in March of 2015, that means it's going to be closed when I am there, but oh, no. it's positive news that it's going to be improved and refurbished. And we'll go into more detail of that in our next episode of this podcast. Oh, we certainly will. Um, but if you've got any opinions, email us at podcast at uk or message us on Twitter facebook or our website www.magicaldlp.co.uk thanks for joining us it's our first episode obviously we're going to get better as we go along if you have like i say any opinions even if it's not to do with space mountain email us at podcast at thanks for joining us all i've got to say is goodbye from me and uh, goodbye from me thank you very much goodbye